Now, Clare Sports Partnership have launched a new campaign to help improve treatment of officials in sport. Season of Respect will aim to tackle the growing problem of abuse towards referees and officials across sport throughout the county. And I'm joined in studio to find out more about it uh, by John Sweeney, the coordinator of the Clare Sports Partnership. Good morning to you, John. Good morning, Alan. Uh, Thanks very much for coming in. And this is an issue that uh, we have spoken about before on the show and because... Look, it's so important, you know, everyone enjoys sport, um, but sport can't happen without officials. And if they feel that they're just facing too much flack and unwarranted abuse, uh, that's going to be a real, real problem going forward. Um, Can you tell us a bit first about why you launched the Season of Respect campaign? Has Has the issue of abuse of officials and refs within sport just gotten out of hand at this stage? I think the, uh, the 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 issue has always been there because sport is so passionate, and you know, in the heat of the moment, people are always you know that they'll say things they don't mean to say, and that, and that's uh, that's very important. Not that they say things they don't mean to say, but it's very important the passion there. That's what makes sport, and that's what makes it so good. But I think what has come to light over the last number of years, especially going back to kind of two thousand and twenty-one, and following the pandemic, is referees weren't returning to sport, so it's kind of been highlighted there uh, because sport was laid off for so long, and then they suddenly realised that the volunteer referee uh, wasn't coming back and from some um, anecdotal information and from information from the Oireachtas report and from uh, just from from direct information to ourselves referees are saying why would I bother you know why would I bother putting myself through this the whole time like you know you go out of an evening could be a wet damp evening or a wet Sunday morning whatever and why would you bother going out and just listen to a tyrant of, of abuse uh, and then even coming home in the evening and he and watching it online or looking at the online abuse and that as well so that's kind of where it's coming from and, and I suppose from the Oireachtas report back in uh, 2021 as well uh, 22, where they looked at uh, abuse of sport, abuse in sport for officials and players, uh, and uh, there was there was a number of recommendations there that we just had to take up the mantle and, and try and move them forward um, to try and tackle the issue. Is this an issue? You know, there is a perception, not in I guess really just in, in Clare John, but more generally, maybe in the country, that oh well, you know, certain sports have more of an issue with respect towards officials than others. Uh, the stereotype is that well, when rugby, because you know, you see on the pitch, only the captains can approach the referee. That uh, there's a lot of civility there, whereas in soccer and uh, Gaelic games, perhaps it's less so. Has that been your experience in terms of you know what kind of reports have you been hearing locally within sport in the county? Well, just to to start the the answer uh, in a in a political way, if you want, is we've all sport in Clare, uh, the, all the Gaelic sports and soccer on board with this program. So I, I'm not going to start a blame game of what sport is worse than others. We have some stats coming in of a survey we've launched. So and it would be very unfair of me to to you know mention one sport over the other. Mm. But yes, they're, they're all on board with this. They're basically, all on board with yeah. this. Yeah. So that would be very unfair to do that. It's not a blame game. Uh, sport is very passionate. So again, the heat of battle. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get comments on that uh, in all sports. The very interesting thing is uh, we started the survey last week and the very interesting thing is across all kind of the major field sports is it's across all sport. There's no there's no real one sport sticking out as the as the sport where it's happening most is across all sport and the really worrying thing is it's, ha- it's underage sport which is coming out as where the most abuse has taken place uh, and, and what the really really worrying thing is is that a lot of people are telling us from our survey is coming from the coaches instigating it and then the crowd following so this is what this is what is really really so it's actually it's not so much the underage participants themselves the players it's their coaches and you know we hear reports parents are is that a factor as well 
So what we're hearing from what, from our preliminary, we, we've uh, just under 100 uh, respondents to our survey since last Wednesday. So it's not bad, you know, mm. for, for a local survey like this. And, and not very scientific at the moment because, because we don't have, a, um, we don't have that, that great sample size. But what, what we are, what one of the main trends is coming out is coming mainly from the sidelines. And what is happening is that passion on the sideline is fueling the crowd uh, to come on board. And there are some, uh, not many now, there are some reports within the, within the, the survey as well that the young people participating are also um, because of what's happening on the sideline in the stands they're 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 following suit and in some cases one or two cases they've been they've been encouraged to they've been encouraged to um, to have a go at the ref as well that's very worrying that you know if the coaches are doing it that just it's it, it legitimizes it for for everybody else to get involved and it's bad enough if the referee or the officials are, are facing flack from uh, the coaches but then when you're facing it from the coaches the players the crowd pretty uh, pretty much every other stakeholder involved in, in a fixture is it any wonder they're, they're not returning to, to, to referee or officiate games? Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. Uh, coaches are, you know, for young people in sport, coaches are the role model, really. You know, they're the people that they look up to. They're the people that should be leading them. They're the people that should be, even the word coaching means like, you, you know, you're, you're making a person a better person. You're making them the best they can be. And if this is your, if this is your um, way of doing things, then, you know, the young person should be saying, well, will be saying, well, this is, this is the way it should be. You know, this is okay to do this, which we know it's not because like our tagline is no officials, no games. You know, so if we if the referees aren't coming back to sport, uh, or, or, or they won't continue in sport, we can't encourage new people in. They, those young people won't have a game. And can I just go back to another comment you said um, about just the the stereotypical view of sport like rugby and that we're getting reports from from rugby as well. It's not this is not just across other codes. Rugby as well, especially underage level, are having these challenges with uh, with the the attacks on them. You know, verbal verbal attacks and that. Hockey report the Oireachtas report hockey, which you think is a game be, be a bit more civil. Yeah. Cricket, you know, cricket, um, they've reported again nationally that at least one severe case in each province every year, you know, they're getting this back. Judo are reporting it. So it's across all sports, not just across one or two sports, it's across all sports. And the stereotypical okay. sports are experiencing it as well. Wow, okay then. Yeah, I think you really opened a lot of people's eyes there because those sports, particularly hockey and cricket, you just do, it's not something you could conceive of as um, as being an issue there, but that just goes to show you. And, uh, you know, I guess you're still at the preliminary stage of, of getting data, uh, as you say, but are you hearing, is the abuse mainly verbal? Can it cross over into physical abuse? Uh, I haven't read on our survey. We haven't read anything about physical. It's, it's all verbal at the moment. Yeah, it's all verbal. Which is, let's face, that's bad enough anyway. Oh, it's bad enough anyway. Yeah, I I, I often think of the of the referee um, as you know, say as myself as a parent. You know, so you get up in the morning and you're all happy and you know you're getting the kids ready for school and that and, you know nice sunny day and suddenly you're going through the day. Work might be that wee bit stressful, so your 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 um you know your demeanour starts going down a wee bit. But you want to just get out there and ref a game in the evening. Then you go to a match and you ref a match and suddenly if you get this tired of it's like, why would you bother if you're having a stressful day and then getting up the next morning or going home and the kids saying, what's wrong, dad? You know, yeah. it's uh, so it's um, it's very important that we but that we realize that refs are human, like mistakes are being made possibly by referees, but mistakes get made by players as well. But the players have a have a support around them of the team, but the refs in, in the main don't have that, 
you know that full support around them. Yes, to do within their within their organisations, but they need that support around them as well to help them become more resilient than that. And you touch on a very important point there as well, John. You mentioned in the referees' children that you know we see it at uh, a much larger stage in professional sport, but that it can be the officials family who feel the, 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 the blowback from this as well, children in school, you know, especially in small communities if a referee has made what the participants feel is a contentious decision uh, you know the ref's children have, you know they, could, they can face flack for that as well Absolutely. Uh, in our in our research phase for this project to get it up and running, uh, working with uh, a, a great guy down in uh, Kilrush from Blue Vista, Andy Burke, uh, we brought referees from all codes into a room for a number of nights just to discuss what their challenges are and g- let them to give us the solutions as well, because this has to be a co-created process. But some of those refs were telling us that after a match, they might have given a red card or, you know, uh, and but they're getting calls to their house, like physical people coming to their house, not, 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 not um, harassing them physically, but ha- harassing them, saying like, change your report can you please change your report you know which is terrible because that's mm. you know that's, that's their private space that's their safe zone but if people are coming knocking on the door or even making phone calls or contacting them via social media uh, you know that's invading their, 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 their own personal space and that invades the family space as well so you, you can see if this is ongoing you'd see why would somebody you know continue doing you know doing a, a great role uh, such an important role as a referee if this is going to be continuing it's affecting their life Okay, so how is the season of respect going to work? How do you how do you plan on raising awareness throughout the county? Yeah, so the, 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 it's a campaign-based uh, program. First of all, or project. First of all, it's uh, you'll see lots on social media. You'll see lots in print having chats with your, people like yourself here trying to get on p- place like Sideline View you know all those kind of things just you know giving out some stats or giving out um, you know uh, the, the effect that it can have on the human but we're, it's also an educational and cultural piece as well it's trying to change the culture um, we're not one thing we're not doing again we've all sport on board the, the, the business of, of referees being trained is down to the sport. All we can do is try and support the referees. So we're not going to be, you know, uh, looking at training referees uh, in their codes of sport. That's down to the, 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 the county boards in their, in their sports. But what we'll be doing is a three-pronged approach, really, is one, education for clubs. So working with the club as a whole, uh, from players and of, uh, players and coaches within the club, and the committee members, and parents, and and whoever else in the club, members of the club, to have workshops around the importance of the referee, and you know what is acceptable and what is not acceptable behaviour, hearing stories, and 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 like. From that, we'll have what's called a pledge board. So we're going to actually ask a social contract and we're going to ask the club themselves to sign up. Okay, we are going to, we are going to, as a club, respect the referee here and we're going to sign our names, which is going to be placed in a public place that anybody coming in uh, will be able to view. The good thing about, or the interesting thing about social contracting is that I can, if it's, if it's you and I in a social contract, Alan, we can hold each other to account. If I can see you doing something unacceptable, it's okay, it'll be okay for me to say to you, Alan, you need to, you know, you've signed up to this, so move on from it or whatever it might be. Mm. Then we'll be displaying flags or whatever in the club to make them uh, show people so this is this, see that this is a respectful club. We'll be doing the same in a school setting, looking at working with schools and young people, so try and really get down to the, the grassroots and, and talking to the young people and running workshops for them as well, uh, for them to understand the importance of refereeing and getting their stories and getting them to, to build a picture of what is acceptable as well. And and also then the, the last kind of prong to it, if you like, is working with the referees themselves. So developing, I call it a community 
community of practice, so kind of like a support group where referees from cross codes can come together and they can discuss uh, their challenges or whatever themselves uh, and, you know, try and find solutions. We'll be looking at them with mental things like mental health first aid, running courses around conflict resolution. Okay. So all the stuff that you may not do in your in your full referee training, but this is kind of the ancillary training or the ancillary supports that referees need. I, I can, again, we kind of put it to the, like, players on teams. They have all the wraparound supports like sports psychologists and all that around, but referees in the main don't have that. So we're trying to build that that referee structure as a player, a lead player might have, or even a club player might have. Okay, well, for the sake of uh, the sport and those involved, and particularly in this instance, the officials, uh, we uh, hope this campaign is very successful. Uh, John Sweeney, the coordinator of Clare Sports Partnership. Thanks very much for joining us on the programme this Thank morning. You,